Hi, hello, you're listening to Minto the It's Spoken podcast brought to you by Roma and John. Three friends discussing faith, friends, find, uh, faith, friendship, food, yes. fashion, all the other F words. Catch us every Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us every f- Fridays almost, <laughs> inshallah. Um, yeah, like bun the intro. I don't even remember how it goes. Look, right now, don't the people know what they're in for? We're here, we're gonna have a good chat. We're gonna catch up with our weeks, we're gonna catch up with our thoughts. No, you yeah. know the vibes. You know the vibes, you know the vibes for real. Um, well, speaking of, <laughs> I was like, should I add some structure to this podcast? But I've given up, so I don't know. I've tried to add structure over and over again. And then we just end up talking about whatever we want to talk about format. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what's funny though? Like today, and I've been meaning to like say this up in someone's voice note, I just kept forgetting. I was like to my I was like, I wanna uh, put this idea across to you guys that once every quarter of the year we review everything Montuk. Because if we say once a month, it's very easy to like not, not do, do it, it. <laughs> and meet it. Do you know what I mean? But if we do mm-hmm. once every quarter, that's a scheduled date. Preferably a weekend, so either Saturday or Sunday. Inshallah, it could be virtual, ideally in person. And then we just kind of run through every thin month that we've done in that period. Mm. I think it would be good because, you know, we all promised like end of last year, beginning of this year, like, guys, we've got to change it up, we've got to make this work, et cetera, et cetera. And inshallah, like, let's really kind of do that. But rather than pressuring ourselves every week, it's just now we, you know, quarterly. We look at each- quarterly. Yeah, I feel I like that would be better. Yeah, so, are you guys both on board with that? Yeah, I agree. I think Sada's um, batteries have died, but I am just going to assume she agrees as well. But I definitely agree. Um, and I also feel like, I feel like Mantuka is really just for us at this point. Like, it's yeah. for us to check yeah. in, talk, have yeah. our own little, like, you know, yeah. our once a week social interaction or whatever that's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely do think that there should be some. Um, oh, I definitely feel like I'm hearing. Are you guys here? That kind of song? Yeah, yeah, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't even remember what. I, oh, we were talking about reviewing Mantuk Pod on a quarterly basis. I definitely want us to do that. <laughs> Um, I think for me, like one of the things that I've been kind of um, like one of the goals that I've been trying to do with my two pod is being consistent. So I was just like, I don't even care about quality at the moment, like consistent. Like I listen back and I really enjoy it, um, but I don't know if the listeners yeah. enjoy it. Like I've not really been checking for anybody because the only thing I've been checking for yeah. is consistency. Like, can I edit? Yeah. Can I post? Can I do all the things I need to do and get it out there? Um, yeah. So I actually had someone speak to me yesterday and she was just like um do you still do the podcast and I was just like yeah I just don't tell anyone Imagine. that we still do it because <laughs> that's not what's important <laughs> what's important is me doing it we're just out here just in a staying consistent it's like hello do you know how hard I don't know what it is and I feel like mm-hmm. ugh, I, I just don't know I feel like there's a lot of things people don't talk about when you age like people mm-hmm. talk about shifts in life and stuff like that mm. as you grow older but no one mm. i don't think anyone nor have i seen anywhere really people talk about like the tiredness that hits you for lack of a better word like mm. all mm. of a sudden you are not 
not not interested but the things that you used to be able to do you yeah. just can't do yeah. everything becomes an active i don't know like i don't know if it's just me but i just no. felt like the excitement i used to feel the talking to people the going online the this the living yeah. life like yeah. all that fun hype of life yeah. disappeared and i can't even blame the pandemic because there's only so much i can put on corona's head like mm. at this point is it corona is it me is it the air mm. i don't know but i just felt like I, I used to be able to stay up and schedule this podcast and put it out and do whatever I need to do. Now I yeah. can't. Yeah. Just posting the podcast is enough. I used to be able to get people on board, talking to people, be like, you know, mm-hmm. promote the podcast. I'm like, I don't even have the energy to promote this podcast. Mm-hmm. I just about uploaded it on time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I just, I'm really, ba- I'm battling. I'm, it's a battle. I'm not even going to lie. It's a battle mm-hmm. to just be present. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. And thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your transparency. Um, I feel like we're long overdue for this conversation. <laughs> and the fact that on a weekly basis we can be meeting, you know, like, I feel like it's a part of it is to honour this commitment. Because mm. when I think it about really podcasts, is. yeah, like, because really and truly, like, I completely understand and relate to what you're saying with regards to, as an adult, everything, whether it for it's for fun or passion or an inspired whatever it has to be very deliberate it has to be scheduled mm. it has to be like nothing is spontaneous anymore i, I think you we lose mm. a lot of sp- spontaneity because everybody's got commitments you know so maybe like you know a while back would have been like oh just let's just jump on the podcast yeah, like let's just do this now. real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah just yeah <laughs> now it's like oh i'm tired oh wait, i'm still on my way home oh i've got this meeting like ten, getting pulled ten different ways, really and true. It's easier to quit. It's just yeah. easier just to yeah. not do anything, and that's why I'm like I'm yeah. fighting because it's like, yeah. yeah, you was like, oh, um, I'm I'm gonna be fifteen minutes late, and the first thing I typed was, should we just risk? And I said, no, it's not even you schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes push through. Listen, I was like, do I cancel? Am I the am I gonna be the one to cancel? I was like, no, we need this. Cause right, like I've also got in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And I was saying my sister, my sister's like, you guys just like gathered to just in it. Funnily enough, she had told our family friend about the podcast. And then family friend now went on the Insta and saw that the page was private. And I was like, what do I even say? What can I even say? The page is private because mm-hmm. First of all, yeah. having so many Instagram accounts, like for me, it was just not a good use of time. It wasn't efficient to create an Instagram account for every little thing. So I wanted mm. to start moving all the Instagram accounts to one page, all the all the things I do to one page, right? And yeah. post about it on one page. Um, but then doing that is work. And then the thing as well, like, like I mentioned mm. earlier, like sharing, posting, talking about all of that is work. Yeah. It's effort. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I can't, to now grow another Instagram account just for the podcast seems like work. I wanted it to mm-hmm. all just be one Instagram account and just have everything running on the hashtags. But to then mm-hmm. crop. And and do you know what's crazy as well is that there's actually so much pieces of content that we've created. I've created teasers from season six. Um, mm-hmm. I think I posted one on the Brimer and John official website, um, official Instagram account. And then I have another Instagram account for media, media.brimer and John, which is meant mm-hmm. to be like all the media mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. But then it's just like, if I'm posting the media stuff here, then I have mm-hmm. to think of new things to post on Brimer and John. Mm-hmm. 
just because uh-huh. I've taken away the content from there. And it's not like mm-hmm. I can post the content for the podcast always on Brammer and John because that's meant to be professional. It's meant to be, you know, yeah. consultations yeah. meant to be. So it's now like two brains. I now have to think about, okay, this is what's going here. This is what's going there. So it just became easier to like, let me focus on the one that's paying my bills. Yeah. And then we'll pick this one up when we pick this one up. But I know exactly what it's like because it's not on social media. People message and it's like, are you still doing this thing? Where can mm-hmm. I find this thing that you're doing? And mm-hmm. at this point, I just have to be like, I'm doing this for me. Like I'm not even... Um, are you back? I mean, I'm, this is going to have to do because I looked through all my wires and I couldn't find the one that you just put into the speakers, right? Just, you know, continue. Continue. Um, has she muted herself? Um, yeah, she's muted herself here. Nice. Um, mm. Right, Halima. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot. I lost my track of thought. Yeah, you said about your family friend. That's it. Yeah, that was asking about um, the socials. Um, and it is hard, you know, it really is a challenge to stay on top of everything. Like, I'm not in any way kind of bringing it to you as a you problem. Like, I understand mm-hmm. we all there's three of us. And so I think in our quarterly catch-up, that would definitely be a case of delegating um, a little bit more so that it's not kind of you trying to do everything or you doing everything and then we kind of just show up. Like, in terms of socials, like, if we put like a little strategy together, give ourselves goals, nothing, nothing like hard and fast. If we don't do this, you know, we will be, we'll be finished kind of thing. But at least like actively just working on building the following, like when people know we're still recording, um, mm. sharing more, just, and I, I feel like it's bit, not even, I feel like it, it's, it's important. And last week, right. I was at work um, in mm. the office a couple of times um, and no other colleagues were in. So mm. literally me, myself and I in that office, which I loved, you know, mm. getting my own space, like Alhamdulillah. Um, and strong Wi-Fi, love, we love to have it. Um, but then it was like, okay, what am I going to listen to? That's not going to distract me from this work, mm. but also give me something to keep my brain engaged. And then I came like across um, Hafsa's podcast, uh, Mind Pretty Soul. And, oh, I've yes. seen, and I know you're a fan of her podcast and mm. I've seen like, good things being said about it and I was like it's about it's got well-being it's got you know mm-hmm. the Islamic kind of perspective in there a bit because obviously she's her Muslim background her own like personal background and stuff mm-hmm. I was like I feel like I'd enjoy it and so I started playing a few episodes and it was like the perfect thing to listen to like whilst I was getting mm-hmm. work done I was like I'm really enjoying this and then following that um I completely forgot to mention the financial event that Islamic finance guru did. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I yeah, I'd been to it. Um, and it was really, really good, mashallah. And then got a few sisters' numbers, made a WhatsApp group about like investing and stuff. And then one of the sisters, she's made an Instagram page about like her like personal like investing journey. Mm. And then she shared a podcast about, she shared a podcast of two Asian, from what I'm hearing, two Asian women who are based in Australia. And I believe it's called Girls That Invest. And their mm. episodes aren't even like 30 minutes. At most would be like 30 minutes, but then you get like eight minute episodes, 12 minute episodes. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this one a try too. And I started listening. I was like, I'm really enjoying this too. Like, and I'm also learning something. Same mm. with like Hatch's podcast, you know? So getting that mix of different voices, different backgrounds. I was like, this is so important. And so with Montuk, we fit in there 
perfect thing. Like, yeah, have you ever be... like listened to the episodes? I have, but not consistently enough. I need to go. I'm going to go back and listen to them. Like these next few weeks, over the next few weeks, including this week, because I'm in the office on Thursday, inshallah, mm-hmm. and then Friday as well. I'm going to give it a listen. Yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to it. Because when I do listen, to it, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it, but I definitely need to listen to it more and be like, okay. I'm going to listen both as like a listener and then also like, you know, I'm on the podcast and any yeah. kind of well, as a as a listener, like that's why when I come back, I'm always like, "Can you not do this? Can you not do that?" Because I do mm-hmm. try to listen to it. I listen to it um, mm-hmm. for editing anyway, so I listen to an episode like two or three times, and I always find it engaging. I always because mm-hmm. I what I like, and I think it's very much in line with what I'm into, anyways. But like, I like things that you can listen to mindlessly, things that mm-hmm. can give you light entertainment, but not trigger. Yeah. Like, I'm not really about triggering. Yeah, I like. No just enjoyment yeah. and casual conversation so that the podcasts yeah. I tune into for that there's obviously the podcasts I tune into for learning and mm-hmm. for development and for growth and all of that but like yeah. they get my brain going so I can never yeah. really just fully just listen halfway through I'm like oh my gosh I need to make notes I need to yeah. yes, I have this idea yes wow like right I want to run home like sometimes yeah. I listen to a podcast like outside yeah. while I'm walking and I'm like oh my god yeah. I need to like get home and remember to yeah. jot down this idea that I've just had because what they've just said like it just gets yeah. my brain going yeah. and so there's podcasts yeah. for that but then there's no podcast for like mind I say mindless very loosely but just like general yeah. listening that's yeah. not you know forcing you to do anything it's just yeah. keeping you company which is why I really like what we do with like faith friends finance friends, like friends yeah. like sometimes I feel like we can really pull into you know, like what's going on in mm. people's lives. But yeah. like, it's just three people talking about like their life, what they've been up to in the week. And there's no massive expectation for anything beyond mm. tune in whilst you're doing mm. stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. But I do feel like, like you're saying, like there is content to be created and there is like marketing to be done and stuff mm. like that for it to. Because when I look at even the analytics, it's like, Yo, and thank you to the people that tune in regularly yeah. because I see it in the analytics. And I'm like, wow, there are still people that are tuning in. And that's why like, I felt really bad. I feel bad now when I miss a week because I know there are people that tune in. Like we get numbers. Mm. Like I'm not even, I know for some people it's like, whoa, but for me it's like there's 16 people that listen in on a weekly mm. basis. And yeah. When I count them, I'm like, I'm very much sure they're not 16 people I know. Like, if I count the people I know, it's probably two. So that means there's 14 people tuning in on a weekly basis to listen to what I'm saying. And I have no relation to them. They're just here. And sometimes it gets up to, like, 60 listeners or 70 listeners or whatever. So the the numbers really vary. But for me, it's like, um, that's why consistency is my biggest thing. Like, I owe it to them. At our peak, we was touching almost triple figures and then we dropped off and disappeared and so right and so now I'm like that's why I have to be consistent because you left all of those people and so now they don't even they have no expectations of you to show up so they're not even going to invest their energy because they don't know when you'll go away and so consistency is the only thing I can focus on for the audio I'm not even focusing on marking I just want to have episodes out on a regular basis however if there's marking and if anyone wants to pick it up there are assets to market so like right now I have about 10 teasers to go out onto social media it's just they need to be um they're all on Canva so it needs to be um you know like 
mm. tweaked just for that final yeah. edit and then it needs yeah. to be um at, like a copy needs to be written and the mm-hmm. link that it goes out to whatever needs to be written, and then it needs to be scheduled so it's that last leg of content creation but the content yeah. has been made okay. um which i'm probably going to get to at some point but mm-hmm. yeah like definitely and then the other thing i wanted to do as well is like like you said meeting up physically i wanted us mm-hmm. to start meeting up physically and creating like not podcast related specific content but like actual little short videos Mm. that's in line with what we already do so it doesn't feel like yeah right because some of the stuff like we've had conversations that i was like if we had this conversation in person it would have been funnier yeah of course course, (laughs) it would have been 10 times funnier (laughs) absolutely absolutely and so yeah i'm definitely on board for that um yeah man like 2022 we are already at the end of february like what even Honestly. next week is march like what even this time what even this time and you know i hate to take it there but at the same time you know when we're reminded of death like i know mm. you guys probably heard about um jamal edwards passing yeah. away yeah and that when i tell you that i was just like floored because you know first and foremost he's like a handful of years older than me less than a handful of years older mm. than me and he's someone that I've never met him, but his face is so recognizable. Mm. The work he's done is so recognizable. And he's clearly a good, a good, he did a lot of good. And he was a good person in that um, I've, there was not any kind of scandal, any kind of controversy, any kind of, mm. did you see that tweet he posted? Not once, as far as I know. And mm. it's so easy. It's so very easy for anyone of like, the status that he had to get into that and he didn't and like all of the tributes that have come out after he's passed away mm. I was just like he did so much in such a short space of time and he was 31 right when he passed and I'm just like that's so young like, they said from a um a, a sh- uh, um what the word should you use mm. um just a random illness which was like, wow. Yes, a sudden illness. Yeah, that's it, a sudden mm-hmm. illness. I was just like, wow, just like that. It's like that. And um, for anyone that's, for listeners that aren't familiar with who Jamal Edwards is, he founded mm. a um, platform called SBTV, which is essentially, um, he was just like showcasing all the talent in the UK, essentially, mm. that doesn't get um, spotlight that you don't, you wouldn't see in mainstream media. So a lot mm-hmm. of rap, a lot of, um, a lot of rappers, a lot of like singers and the names that the acts that he'd um, helped to bring into the limelight included people like Ed Sheeran, Jesse J, and mm. then the rapper Dave as well. And that's just three of like hundreds. I have no doubt. I have no mm. doubt. He launched, he helped to launch so many careers and he did so much good. Like he did things, he did projects regarding mental health. He supported a lot of like, he was a philanthropist, but for lack of a better word, you know, like, it wasn't just a case of um, getting people's talent out there, but it was like supporting people and helping the youth and helping those with like mental illness and struggles. Just, mm. yeah. Just, uh, he left a legacy, essentially, and he was 31. Honestly. You know? Yeah. Right, so if I speak here, oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, because I came the last time and I just I was hearing like four things. I was like, whoa. So I'm yeah. Delewi. We've we've half an hour in. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're here. Um, you're sounding good. You're sounding fine. She's fantastic. um Halima was just talking about um Jamal. Jamal. Yeah, Edwards. no, I've been listening. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what you're talking about. Um, like, I guess the direction you want to take the podcast, and I think that's something we should really talk about. Maybe, mm-hmm. like you said, quarterly. So the end of this quarter, you can yeah. Do that. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to clarify, the direction um, isn't changing. We're just like in. I think we have to pat ourselves out of back. We're in a space where we can do more now. Yeah, we were just surviving, and we. Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> We really need to spud ourselves because yeah. through it all, we pushed through, you know? <laughs> it was it was not easy times to consistently show up. And even though I got rid of a whole bunch of episodes because we did the whole technical difficulties, we're still in the technical difficulties phase, but Gross. we started doing Audacity and Zoom. We were trialling different methods. We... The challenges, right? We didn't even have, we couldn't even dare be like, let's talk about this on Instagram because we wasn't even. And I know it's like we have high standards, but at the same time, it's just like, if other people can give gold, I feel like we should give gold too. Because I was thinking about that comment about having high standards Sadas made last time, and I just thought I can't lower my standards because the majority of people are lowering their standards. So I'm just going to have to. Would they say I have high standards? You was like one time that um, we were talking about. Oh, probably okay. something to do with tech and design and stuff like that and how like having high standards was like a barrier for me because like sometimes oh okay. a lot of the things yeah. that I see other people doing I just imagine it to be a bit it has to be more than that right mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just thought yesterday I was just like first of all I was saying to my mum actually about something I went to a masterclass yes I watched a masterclass mm. yesterday um that someone re-recorded and it was just bs and I just oh. called this a masterclass <laughs> like it was just no shade to her. Like, I just had to delete the tweets. Mm-hmm. I was going to just be like, what the hell is this? No shade to her. No shade to her grind or nothing like that. Like, she... Yeah. It was just not for you, essentially. Like, I would not do this. And I just thought to myself, yeah. is this what having a high standard means? Like, <laughs> I just won't allow myself to do this. Which then is like, do I now want to be able to do this? No, I actually don't want to put out crappy content. So if having a high standard is a barrier, then it's a barrier that I'm just going to have to rock with because mm-hmm. it's just like I was saying to my mum that um, for it was basically a masterclass on something. And mm-hmm. for the whole for the whole show episode, it was yeah. like an hour long, half an hour in. I, deep, I looked at I was like, I've been listening to this for half an hour. This woman has not taught me anything. She'd just Ooh. been talking about a lot of things, talking about where she came from, um, you know, like how she pivoted, what she's doing. Yeah. She had the same slide on the screen. I said to my mum it was five minutes, but if I look at it and the fact that it was half an hour, I'll say that slide was on the screen for at least 10 minutes and the oh. slide was over-zoomed and badly cropped. So I couldn't even see the whole slide. Uh-uh. So I was wow. just like, this is what nah. I'm saying. I was just like... Visual aid, that's not aiding anybody. <laughs> Uh, I can't see everything because what's going on what's actually going on zoomed in and just poorly cropped so I'm just like and it could be a case of you know like when they saved it from zoom zoom helter skeltered but even then like (laughs) upload the proper slide edit crop crop so that we can see you know like the slide exists like change that she was the same thing to your standard of like you would never do that like you would have you would have thought about maybe she didn't think about who knows right it doesn't matter you would, but Nimat would have checked. I wouldn't have put it out. Yeah, like slash, you missed it. You like, missed it. I wouldn't have put it out. Like it was a thing where, like, yeah. you know, like we have this discussion. You've missed the live one, 
So the most I would do if the the video was poor at the end of this discussion, like obviously when you're mm. in the discussion, it's all good, right? Like you can you can yeah. instantly say, oh, I can't see it, then I'll fix it. If afterwards I can't make any of those changes, then we rework. Like now it's just going to be mm. a thread. I'm not going to put that video out as rewatch this. And then mm. even then it was just like a lot of it was waffle, like... At no point, I said to my mom, like half of it was just graphic design. Like, look at this pretty post that I made, but this had nothing to do with the topic. And I was like, you're really just selling the fact that you made it look pretty, but wow, how you did it, what yes. you've done. And if you're selling me the pretty, I can buy the pretty. Like, tell me this is my pretty template. I will, because the pretty look yeah. good, but this is not what I came yeah. for. I came to learn how you yeah. got here but you're showing me what you made and how good it looks and it wasn't answering the question and i just thought mm. either you're Wait, doing what? this to sell your service so i have to come to you to do it or so imagine i'm like here's how to become um a website that developer sense, no, no. yeah and then and all it, i'm showing yeah. you are the websites i've made that's it just bragging really and truly not providing any value and then I'm telling you, I became a website developer, you know, because I was having a hard time and people were making my life difficult. And so I just thought mm. I'm just going to do it myself. So I did it myself and it's really easy. And this is how I became a website developer. Look at this website here. Look at the website I delivered for this person. And I just mm. was like, this is not a masterclass. I've not learned anything. And if it wasn't for the fact that I knew this topic already, I would yeah. be so... I, my mom was like... <laughs> in um. She, well, she had this saying, I don't remember, but she was like, in a sea of blind people, the one-eyed person is is the master or something like that. Sugar. And I just thought it it's has to true. be that, like, mm-hmm. because it just wasn't, it wasn't given. So I really came out like, all right, cool, high, high standards it is because I can't. And so yeah. I decided today, because I wasn't even going to do master classes because I just thought, no, not like not the master classes that I want to do, right? I just messaged yeah. people today and I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna do master classes because you go girl. If this is what you lot are getting, and I'm sure there are some people doing high standard master classes, then me too I can run and play in this field. In this yeah. field. Cool. Right. Like it really is just put yourself out there and do the things you need to do. And I don't even know how we got here because we were talking about how great we were as Mantuk. How did we pivot here, please? Talking um, about keeping high standards and not just putting anything out for the sake of yeah. putting it out, which is important. It's important. Some, and, everyone's built differently, you know. Be gone, sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think no, you're just gonna have to. Sorry, Sad. I think you're just gonna have to put the phone to your ear. You know, old-fashioned phone call. Because <laughs> the, the AirPods are just not. Really, you can't hear me. You, you sound, sound like you're like, underwater. Yeah. Do yeah, I? Sound- was I sounding like that before? No. Okay, you're back now. I'm back now. No, you're gone again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrific. Yeah. How about now? Um, Wait, Halima was bra. about to say something. Uh, but, yeah, I think it was just like reinforcing the fact that don't just be kind of producing content. We, whether it be Mantuka or anything else, or especially a masterclass where no. it shouldn't just be done for the sake I, of doing I, it. And I, I think, think your experience in the matter is the first time I've heard someone go, yeah, that masterclass was, <laughs> that was, it gave nothing and oh, did nothing. Yeah. I'm so used to, I think I'm so used to the ads where you've got someone mm. over like, with years and years of experience. I think first and foremost, for me, yes. what would draw me to a masterclass is someone who has the credentials and then there's kind yeah. of, been like reviews or they've been spoken well of in in their field um like I don't feel like I'd be inclined to do a masterclass 
um, just because someone's doing it. And I think you've kind of made me aware of that. Like people just put use the word masterclass and they're not really understanding what that word means. It means that you've mastered your craft and now you will teach others how to master it as well. And, you know, get success like they've gotten, like they've gotten success for themselves. But that what you experienced just sounded like someone kind of bragging and those kind of videos where it's like, I'm going to teach you the keys of success in this video. Listen really closely as I t- tell you the keys mm-hmm. of success. These are the keys. This is what I, this is where I came from. This was the life that I was living. Blah, 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 blah. And now you've got to buy the course to find out what the keys to success were when they told you they were going to tell you in the video. Honestly. Just more Do you know what it is? Like, and mm-hmm. so I said, like, no bashing at her. Like, it definitely felt yeah. like this was her pushing herself out there. Like, it didn't feel tried yeah. and tested. I've been doing this, I'm um, right, kind of thing. And for yeah. me, it was significantly different to the tweets she's been tweeting. And when no. I... And luck, alhamdulillah, I didn't pay for this thing, so we good. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, was, did you pay? Huh? No, no, no. It was a free masterclass. Well, and it, hold on. How do I... Two seconds. How do I sign now? You still sound very far away. No. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> okay, continue. Sorry, continue. Oh, you're back. I don't know what's going on with your headphones. Like, it's yeah. in and out. Really? It's not even like you move or anything. It just goes in and out. Mm. It's kind of good. Right, let's just ignore me. You know what? I'm going to be an active listener today. And um, You're back again. Yeah, continue. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I don't so, know you on. continue. You were saying, like, mm. you didn't pay for this. No, and... I didn't pay for the masterclass. And it was... Do you know what it was? It was... Um, some they posted and it was just like they, they were just like you know f- there's going to be free masterclasses let's just say so they were just like the masterclasses are going to be free for this period of time and then after that they're going to not be free no more kind of thing so i was just like all right cool whilst they're free let me check out what you've got and i just thought mm, no this isn't going to be for me and so i actually posted yeah. in that same group and i was just like oh i'm here to collaborate and network so if you lot want me to contribute anything i can contribute like i'm not yeah. even saying because talking to people talking to a crowd is not the easiest thing to do but then yeah. i was just like and again i'm someone that solves problems so in my head i was just like if this was me what would i have done and i thought first of all i would have had speakers notes i would not have just been free spitting because i just Mm. felt like the free spitting is what caused you to even if it was 10 minutes bang 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 10 minutes let it be 10 minutes of on point not waffle like it was just waffle (laughs) there was a lot of and again it's a different audience that i've never experienced before so maybe that's what the audience likes but i just thought Mm -hmm. for me it was it was it was worse than a uni lecture, and for you to be worse than a uni lecture, wow, yeah. it's unhinged. Like it was just, and and I'm not bashing her because I definitely felt like it was new, like it wasn't, mm. but it was not matching up to your tweets and the timeline mm. and the energy you bring across. And mm. I'm making bags. I mean, I was really gonna tweet like, how do I really believe that you're stacking? Because if you're stacking and this is the level you're giving. Yeah. Then I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it felt like a personal issue now because they're letting you. Yeah, what? I know what you mean. Yeah, it's true. And right, and so I just thought mm, I am doing something wrong. I decided there and then that I'm doing something wrong. I really have to just be out and just be talking. Like even because again, what I said, I was saying to my mom that what she, the topic she did was a topic that because my mom said there's a word she was like sometimes I 
dismiss the little things because I come in at such a high level that I'm like, I just assume everyone's going to understand. But I was just like, this isn't fair for this topic because this topic, I got it as a free workbook for something I signed up for. So there's mm-hmm. some, um, I signed up to something and they gave me a free, like, you know, lead generation, they give you like an ebook and stuff. And the ebook was like, it honestly didn't even, the, the, the font was like size 60. Like it was massive font mm-hmm. and they just filled up the page. But they still put, really and truly, they could have put everything in four pages, but they managed to stretch it into like a 30 page book. So I was just like, cool. Uh-huh. Right? Knowledge is knowledge. I'm not fussed. So I, I didn't yeah. know. And they gave me like, you know, the how to. So this is how you break this down. This is mm-hmm. your who, what, where, why. This is the process. This is how you figure everything out. So I thought, hmm, interesting. I learned from that. And I, the cheek I am, when I, I have to explain stuff to clients, I just give them that same workbook with all the, the, those people's logos on it. Because I'm like, I understood it from this workbook, so you will too. Yeah. So I just yeah. handed it over. I never, ever thought, no, maybe people don't understand. So her thing, her whole business is basically based off of not this workbook, but this this framework, this, this right. system that these people have made. right? And so in my head, I'm like, if someone else deemed it a freebie, that it's a workbook, it can't really be that hard that someone yeah. else is making it a business, right? So I never yeah. thought to make it a business. I just thought it's an added feature, like systems, processes, streamline your business, like simple, right? So yeah. when she did her thing and she's not even talking about half the stuff that's in the workbook, like she's not even talking about the how, because really and truly, how do you streamline your business? You streamline your business by writing down the things you do on a daily basis. You put them yeah. in order of priority. You think about yeah. what they need to do and then you think about what you have to automate or what you can delegate and what you can get rid of. It's not hard. It's in my yeah. thing. So no, yeah. but you say it's not hard, but to some people, it's hard. And I feel right. like... Also, the practice of it, I feel like saying something and then doing something are two separate things as well. So it's, and I, and I feel like, again, it, it's it's, just, it's a testimony to the fact that this is not for you. And maybe you were kind of above this. Like, you know, when you you, like, you need levels of like learning, right? Yeah. Let's say you go to like a, a sorry, I just I completely cut you off. I'm so sorry. But no, just, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Um, so like you go to like a beginner's class, like, let's say, for example, me, I go to a beginner's like, like beginners coding mm-hmm. class in a language that I've used for years, but I want to be just here like, well, what are you giving? Kind of, kind of, it's kind of like that. Whereas like, I only need to go to something here where you, you can learn about particular things in the language or whatever. But I think some people are still there where it's like, they just need to hear the nice things and that will get them going. Whereas you want the nitty, maybe a bit more nitty gritty, like, like you, you are more, you need more because you're definitely this thing. Not to demean anybody else, but everyone's at the different stages. Yeah, intermediary, right? advanced, yeah. whatever. That's that's what I would that. have agreed with you. So if I came out of the masterclass feeling like that, that would make sense. My issue with yeah. the masterclass is that she didn't even mention the basics. She just kept talking right. about, like I said, if it's a web development class, right, and you're talking about oh, CSS is styling and these are the languages and this is like introductory to web development, right? There are some things that in your head you're like, I expect to see. But if someone starts talking about this is the website I built and they're not even telling me what language they use to build that website. It's just, this is the website. They didn't even tell me what hosting platform. They've not told me anything. I don't even know if it's a WordPress website or a Squarespace website. They just told me, look at this website. And I'm like, but this course was how I built my website. So that's what really upset me because I just thought. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I'm really trying it. to like, yeah, she missold it. And how did anybody else kind of comment on this? I or? kicked off at halfway through because I just thought half an hour of a one hour masterclass and you've not said anything of standing 
then I'm not really going to listen to the rest. I don't know if in the remaining half an hour, but I just feel like even if you did in the remaining half an hour, you've really ripped people off because for an hour, and this is the thing about the subject as well. So coding, web development, obviously is not very easy. It's a very large subject to get into, right? So, okay, there's Mm going to be levels, but processes, which I explained to you already, is very much, this is this is what you like if i'm going to make a process of anything like if i'm going to it's like maybe even a handover doc there are some things that you do in your day-to-day as in your business anyways that you would have come across when you joined your new job halima you would have been given a handover doc or you would have been given something like these are so processes aren't something that people are unfamiliar with right at the very least it just needs to be that you communicate it in an example that people can then understand and link back to themselves at the very least right so like i said i learned about process from a workbook so i came to this expecting to hear more about processes more about how she figures things out kind of thing at the very you know most let's say for me but at the very least I expected you to like talk about how to get to the starting line but you didn't even do that you just kept talking about you know you came from marketing you pivoted and then people wanted to pay like she literally told us people wanted to pay her to figure out their processes so she thought "Mm, I'm not making 5k in marketing so I'm gonna make 5k in processes so she niched down she didn't even talk to us about niching down and specializing she just told us so she did that and then she's like even my mum knows mum start asking my (laughs) mum questions when the master class comes in the master class and her mum was like this and then she was talking about like maybe there's an element was she winging it it did feel winging it it did feel it felt like i said it felt very new to this like this is my first time Mm. doing this kind of thing and again not knocking her hustle or nothing like that because i admire ambition and all of those things like you do you girl i just felt like this is um for me it was like a moment it was an eye-opener because it was like Mm -hmm. if this is what people are accepting then i don't need to I, I don't I, know, like it just felt mm. I feel like from the way that, okay there's one people just yeah maybe low standards two as in the audience right because like you said you've been in this place for okay maybe there are people in the audience who are like okay I'm not getting anything here but I really want to get something so I'm going to stay to the end unlike you maybe you left early so there's that but the two the audience could also be people who just want to hear someone's narrative um Exactly. And so, so everyone gets different things out of it. But um, I think the main thing is like when it comes to creating high con- high value content um, or when it comes to having high standards, I think it's not bad to have high standards. And again, like mine mm-hmm. is that I maybe could ignore the little things because one thing I did take away from that is that if she spent half an hour to explain this much, then maybe I'm in the wrong for just handing over the workbook to my client and being like, well, it's here is very straight because I thought that workbook was super straightforward I was just yeah. like if you follow what the workbook says you have the answer in the end like I did and I had the answer so I didn't understand why I needed to do do you know what I mean like I just didn't understand yeah. why you needed to do more on it the only thing I think you need to do more on is that do you have is there a shortcut is there a hack you figured out that maybe yeah. I haven't figured out you know like stuff like that yeah. Um, and then it was meant to be like on a particular software, how she uses, they mentioned two software. She did not mention the second software for the first half an hour. So I came in figuring, trying to figure out what the processes was and what the streamline was and stuff like that. And yeah. it was just, you know, trying to figure out like things that I can take away and apply to like my systems. And mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that, but mm-hmm. it did make me realize that there is a, um, like what she did, I could do basically not to take from my mm-hmm. hustle, but I can mm-hmm help and maybe people that's why understand systems yeah 
Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put you in the last class. Not so that you can gain from the last class, so you can open your mind. Honestly. Like such a, <laughs> yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? Sometimes I love putting into places and you expect to get X right up from this place, but then you've got something else and that could be a lot more valuable than actually getting anything from the masterclass that you didn't get. So, <laughs> handily, you've gained in that sense. Because the worst thing is, it's not, okay, paying for something and then like going to something and having expectation and not getting anything. Like, how can I go to somewhere and not get anything that I came for. It's like going to shops to get bread and you don't get bread. No, but I actually believe that there's always something that you will learn from every situation that you're in. And I exactly. have to keep on reiterating and you I'm did. not shading this woman. It was just not for me. Like, I no, admire so for her example, um, You went to get bread. You didn't get bread, but you met somebody. Do you know what I mean? In the way. Or like, you got some other thing. So like, point is, you still gained in the, in the grand scheme of life, I'd think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's it's adult to be able to critique work without personally criticizing the person, you know? So, 100%. you know, you're, you're someone that you were given this masterclass and you have valid reasons for not um, enjoying it, not benefiting from it. And that's important to speak on. And I don't, I would hope that people would understand that, you know, it's not a matter of bashing this person or their, or their work. Um, the hope is that they improve that they have more success but um i do hope they seek feedback yeah. though because that's important it's not a matter of just yes. kind of putting out things and not getting any feedback especially if it's for public yes. consumption it's for people to be able to relate to it's important to get yes. this kind of feedback i believe yeah one thing I, I i was encouraging one thing i always like to do is i always like to look at what other people have done and what i've done and think how can i do better like how yeah. can i fix this or i didn't like this result how can i you know avoid mm. this and stuff like that like i definitely learned a lot like i immediately went and was like i've been overthinking masterclasses and so let's go um because again like what you are what you consume as well like some of the stuff i consume is at a higher mm. level like mm. not not higher level in that thing but i'm going to learn from these places so i'm going to people that know what i don't know and yeah. so some of the stuff i'm consuming is very much like whoa um, yeah educate like i have to have my notebook out a lot of the time and make notes and i have to watch it like three times or whatever or just yeah yeah you know, try to process really right like i don't normally go and consume things from people who i don't perceive personally as having the like i wouldn't i might tune into a couple yeah. twitter spaces and stuff like that but then for me it's like this is a twitter yeah. space it's casual but i'm not really going to go to a webinar of yeah. someone who i know is winging it or who i feel like mm, okay cool but you don't yeah. have like if i'm tuning into a webinar it's because you have founded three companies you have this history you've done this you've achieved this like, you've I'm gone coming, to gain yeah. something intentionally right. like yeah, yeah like you said earlier you read what was what was uh, promoted and you didn't get what was promoted i hate that too there was a talk that i went to and it was like supposed to be on the profit. And then they didn't really talk about the profit. And everyone was like, yeah, but they were engaging. They said, but we said Prophet Musa. I didn't hear much about Prophet Musa. Mm. And, it, and it, I feel like people wasn't able, like, I, like Halima said um, a couple of minutes ago, like you should be able to critique someone's work, right? Like honestly critique someone's work and not, and not have that being seen as personal because when i was yeah. saying yeah i didn't really enjoy it, everyone's like blah, 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 blah. it was last minute i said but look if you have sold something you mm. should deliver on that thing and then maybe mm. like, like, like the same thing and how is maybe it last because minute though? i know about it's uh, all planning go to that no like i think it was a last minute guess blah 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 anyway oh uh, okay i get that i said i appreciate this was a last minute like replacement etc cetera, etc cetera, 
and maybe it's because I love Prophet Musa. Like he's he's probably my favorite prophet after Prophet Sallam. Maybe there's a thing of me personally wanting more. But then, like in terms of being able to take notes, and it's for children as well. Like I felt that there was a lack there. Like you want to be able to say, I learned X, Y, Z about this prophet as a verse. That it just being engaging because mm. engaging yeah. is good, right? But like go yeah. home now, two weeks now. What do you know about Prophet Musa? I don't like. Do you know what I mean? In comparison to, yeah, especially yeah. in comparison to other things that was done, most people yeah. know what I'm talking about here. But that it's, it just reminded me of that. I was like, I should be able to. I thought I wasn't able to critique the lecture because everyone's like, yeah, but it was last minute. I was like, I get that, but you asked for feedback, and the honest feedback is, it wasn't a great. I wouldn't say it wasn't a great lecture. We didn't get what was promoted. Like, yeah, you need to like. Yeah, it's alright. I just I just thought I'll share that because yeah. I related to the thing. Like again, it could have just been me. I know about this prophet. I wanted this. I wanted that. But I think there is a thing of delivering a quality and a standard. And maybe again, it's my mm-hmm. high standard, or maybe it's just. But yeah, I don't we, even think yeah. it's high standards. I think it's just like minimum curtsy at this point. Like and I'd managing expectations as well. I feel like it's so annoying. Sorry, I can't. No, go on, go on. So it's that, like to go to somewhere. And say you're gonna be getting this, and then to not get this, it's disappointing. Like why? Yeah. Um, and like I, you said, you want to go to space. Like you have, you want to use time. Both of you want to use time in a way that's like, oh, this. Per- like, I know I can get from this. Like you said, you're only gonna go to a space where you know the person in space is like gonna like they have an experience or a know-how or knowledge that you can actually gain from. That is, I think, expected, but I feel mm. like people take that the wrong way and be like, there's oh, a clear objective, right? Yeah. No. You're being, I don't know, quote unquote bougie, you're being quote unquote something. She's like, no, like, I should be able to know what I want or what I think I need and then go to those places and be, be careful about what I consume. And then I should also be able to look at that and be like, did I get that? Yes, no. Like, quite objectively say, did, did, did we deliver on the, on the, what's the term? on the expectations on the objectives yeah. objectives and expectations yeah sorry i just but i just woke up i was like yeah i've experienced this too actually but anyway <laughs> sorry continue I, I really cut you off i'm gonna be quiet now get back <laughs> <laughs> no not even not even there's no cutting off i think you've, you've really hit the nail on the head and i feel like it's a good standard to hold for people and one thing i think as well is like one thing i've been doing in this past week and um, this is the last thing I'll say before I pass on to Halima to talk about her week because I feel like I've hijacked <laughs> the episode. But one thing I've been doing this past week is really putting myself into spaces that I just wouldn't have. And I don't know why I ordinary, I didn't do this because do you know what is so dumb as well is that it's not so dumb. What I what what I missed was that I would think about uni and be like, oh my gosh, if I could go back to uni, I would join all the clubs, I would interact mm. with people. And I would think about that as if it was exclusive to uni only. And it's mm. only in this recent week where people would be like, oh, I have this Slack group and da 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 And then I'm joining these. And I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to join mm. these spaces. And I'd be like, oh, you know, the one thing I do if I go back to uni is join these, as if they don't exist anymore. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> they exist like it was a time to, it's that whole thing that people do it's like you know uni is the best time of your life or this mm. period of when you were really really young like you don't have many more years after and following that can be even better so many years I've I've wasted not wasted but I've kind of sat on my hands since graduating that I didn't because I've always just felt like I've missed the opportunity and in this week I'm like let's just do it and then it's weird because today one of the people emailed and he was like he's looking for someone to help manage the community and I just thought Mm. yeah why not 
like even if I do it for 30 days mm-hmm. I will gain I will learn so I mm-hmm. just literally went into the communities because I joined the communities I haven't spoken today's the day when I literally went around and I spoke in all the communities and I was just like hi Nim here you know I'm amazing well, let's work together let's collab I was just like worst mm-hmm. things worse I'll just burn out like <laughs> but let me interact with these people let me literally live the thing that I said I wanted to do mm-hmm. I see people like chatting connecting doing all these things making friends and you know for like a long time it's like oh, i've not i've not done this i've not done that. but all these communities there's discord there's slack they're there mm. well, yeah, and yeah. Th- they don't even force you you can just observe and kiki here respond there like you don't even have to interact but i just felt like yeah i've definitely i'm, I'm definitely now in the mind space of progress in a different way mm. than i was mm. before um so what was that what what was it could you yeah I mean you just talked about it but like what was the key difference between your mindset before and the mindset now so my mindset before was very much hustle and this is going to lead into like you know being a founder but it was very much hustle survival get like I came I I went into my and it's this thing that Halima was speaking about earlier about being reflexive like every four months like looking back and making sure that you've like you're doing what you wanted to do and stuff like that and checking in mm-hmm. on yourself and like mm-hmm. women took pod so I, I started my business but one of the things that I did I remember there was a very clear moment when I pivoted and it was like I can't be creating content for free like I hated the idea of creating content on Instagram doing all of this monkey dance and zoomness yeah and mm-hmm. none of it is going into your pocket like very early on especially I think when I hit 2,000 followers early on I was just like mm. I have 2,000 people following me but none of them do anything for me sometimes they like sometimes and so very quickly I realized I didn't want to be creating content just to be creating content um yeah it wasn't doing anything for me and so I decided that I needed to build a system that allowed me to create content with purpose and then a lot of it was exploring what purpose meant for me. Was purpose like Dean? Was purpose like there was like, there was a whole thing I remember like was purpose like, you know like um, interaction like touching people like you know, um, you know content that moves people or was purpose like what was purpose for me and. Okay. At that time, I didn't know about like funnels, frameworks, all of these things, and you know like the content pipeline and all of these things. Um, yeah. So I was just. My uncle says it's like I've been building, um, running through the bushes when everyone else is running through the main road. Like <laughs> yeah. every, everyone else is on a dual carriageway, and I'm running through the bushes. It's so If you had gone into the dual carriageway, you'd have reached your destination, but you was in the bushes. Which, alhamdulillah, I I think is just the way I learned, like just figuring things out, trying to understand everything. But there was literally a framework for everything. But I just Googled out of, I probably wouldn't have because I didn't know at the time what I didn't know. So a lot of it was like survival, understanding, figuring things out. And I'm the type of person that has to do it by myself. I need to be able to put the pieces to the puzzle together. So once I did Mm -hmm. that and then we went into like 2021 and we're building solo port and we're building all of these things and I'm testing out my Mm -hmm. frameworks and I'm putting things into place, um, then it got to the place where I was very clear on what the my content pipeline was and what content had to do for me, um, which was, you know, earn money or whatever else. And I think once I did that, I moved from being in a place of creating content 
for the sake of creating content and creating content with a goal and once I started mm. once and now because I'm now in that creating content with a goal and because I'm very clear about what the goal is I'm now able to interact with other people move like I'm not just focused on the business surviving anymore because mm-hmm. the business is in a good place I've built everything I've like I've built my infrastructure properly um to an extent like there are things to tweak but it's more like you know painting the walls it's not like actually mm. building the house the house right so now the house is in a good place and it's all about decorating the house kind of thing and that's what's allowed me to kind of be like okay cool I can go out I can talk to people I can direct them somewhere I can show them something like like your friend not being able to see Mantuk podcast is because it's not on Instagram but if you go onto my blog Mantuk podcast has been uploaded onto the blog every week it's it's on Pinterest every week like it's just not on Mm. Instagram because really that app smells, but also like <laughs> it's not hard and fast as part of my content thing. Like I'll put it out when I put it out, but it's there's things that I've started to do. So now I'm like, cool, I can go make friends. I could go talk to people. Mm-hmm. The house won't collapse. And I think that's yeah. the mindset shift that's just allowed me to be more, I could do this now. Like I'm going to do webinars. I'm going to do panel speaking. I'm going to do all of these things now. And it's not that I'm just doing it and throwing out there. Because back when I started, I remember it was networking. I was connecting with people. All the people I networked, where are they today? (laughs) (laughs) Like after using all of that energy to network with them, it's a key key here and there, maybe. Some of them were not even following each other anymore. Like it's just, there was no purpose direction like you need to do yeah. that it sounds very cr- cringe sorry he was going to speak but mm-hmm. it sounds very cringe but like you know people say you need to do your internal work before you do the external work so like mm-hmm. when you so everyone yeah everyone has to say network 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 networking is great it's lovely to meet people and yes you never know how that interaction that connection can benefit you but you need to know why you are in that networking space in the first place what kind of things you're in like you need to know what your ground you need to have a basis to be able you're to grounded. extend from mm. yeah you yeah, have to gra- have a ground to be able to extend from so like if i'm going to a networking event i know what kind of networking event i'm going to i know that i know what i want to do for my career i know what kind of people i would like to speak to or i would like to not like to speak to like you ha- i have an idea of things i don't like therefore when i speak to people not only it's not just about being sometimes you know how to direct the conversation and like get to your outcome because you're you still have to be intentional and that's not to say that you don't it's not organic, but it's like, because you've got that basis of self, like I know the things I'm going to say if I go to a technical American event, that I can get what I need or get benefit out of it. I, don't, I can't say that they're going to be a tangible thing I'm going to get from this place, but I can get something I know will be a benefit out of it because I've done my internal work, I like mm. to assume, right? So if you're like, yeah, I think when you're younger, I feel like I've, I've heard networking, networking, networking. I feel like, Thankfully, I've realized recently that you can't just be networking for networking sake. You have to network with something. But I think I've done that because I kind of know what I like and what I don't like, etc. And I've done that kind of elsewhere. Whereas you do see people, you're, you're, you're everywhere, you're doing all this stuff. But it's like, if I ask you what you want, you don't know. And it's not necessarily an entirely bad thing. It takes time as a process. And like you said, then like you have to like go through your pushes before you get to your yeah and like that's that people work in different ways and like you, you can find things on your on your journeys but like know you're going on a journey at least or know that there's a journey to have you had as opposed to just running for the sake of it there's, there's a, i think there's a saying but i cannot remember it so hima you're gonna speak and i'm gonna mm. let you speak 
Um, <laughs> and then feel free um, to talk about your day as well, like segue into yeah, yeah. your thing. Yeah, yeah, you. Sorry, I, I literally Sorry. just I threw the mic at you. I was like, speak. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> because yeah, they might say you're going to speak about your day, but um, yeah, yeah. I just say I'll, if I remember, say I'll say it later. But go on. Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep it brief. It was literally like work day, a full on um work day like I was getting ready to leave the house and then I had a text from my line manager saying it was running late for our meeting mm. please believe I'd completely forgotten I had a meeting <laughs> and I was oh my god I was I was like I was calm and collected like oh I've got so much time ahead of me before the meeting that I've got uh, um, getting for I was like, no, there's a meeting before the meeting. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, the rush starts. Um, I, I make it to, you know, I make it there. I'm doing like decent time. And then the meeting happens now. And it's three I'm not talking about the content of me or nothing, but the meeting itself was mm. three hours as it had previously been. And I was like... As in face-to-face, I, in person? Just face-to-face, like that. in person, yeah. And I was like... If this is right. going to be my the standard within this role, right? The meetings are going to happen. But if it's going to be three hours at a time, how the heck am I going to keep myself awake? Like, that's what I was going to say. That sounds like in person, because in real life, I would just turn my camera off and record the meeting. I wish. I wish. Oh, not not with my role. And the thing, right? I was like, okay, I've got a bottle of water that will keep me hydrated. But it wasn't enough. I'm like, what does one do when. It's not even like I'm contributing. Like, I'm there to essentially take note of important information. Do you use Otter? No, I don't. Yeah, you need to start recording these meetings and live your life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you very much for that. That is going to save me so much time. Meetings that could have been emails. Meetings that could have been, like, PowerPoints, maybe, like... Some meetings, sorry, 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 finish, finish, finish. No, I'm, I'm finished. I think that was the biggest kind of um, hurdle in terms mm. of just like being awake and it's face to face, it's a desk full of people. And you're, you know, when you feel your eyelids dropping, it's fighting the edge to be looking at someone when it happens. And like, mm. I'm in front of me and <laughs> make notes. <laughs> it was just well so done. real. And then like coming home now and it's rush hour, I was like on that train. Ooh with people people forget to have people forget manners they forget common decency and courtesy and respect did um, they forget or did they no. sometimes i just feel like you couldn't have forgotten like these are fundamentals like you just missed the whole entire mm. of manners. I'm, I'm, yeah i'm even being polite so, they don't forget they just don't care yeah. and it, it, yeah. it i forget the stress of holding back your anger because people are very disrespectful essentially mm. um mm. Like, is this what i was missing I'm kind of this. this is what I was missing like being cramped can't find the seat Every, everybody is stuck mm. it's cold outside like, this, so is this is why I'm not trying to so I was, I've been saying here in other spaces that I feel like there are pros and cons to being in the office and I feel like that maybe the ideal situation would be that we all learn our ways of working and then we have some like hybrid set up because yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mine is hybrid, but it was just you know because it's a very that long day. day. Mm. See, um, and this is yeah. why 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the office because there's an office, you know, I can get to it underground, yeah. But two things it's the commute, it's the commute there, there's a commute back. The commute there means I have to wake up to get there. Mm. I don't like, I, I haven't done that for how many, no, darling, it's a no for me. Like, I just, thinking about every day, I, think, I wake up and I think, alhamdulillah, like, I don't have to commute. Like, when my sister leaves for school, I'm like, wow. I don't know how I just there's nothing in me that wants to do that anymore like even when I tell myself I want to go back to uni I'm thinking how am I physically going to with uni actually you can kind of like just do what you want because um, it's your it's your degree but um yeah every I've been thinking recently I want to go into the office mm-hmm. but it's the commuting if somebody wants to pick me up from my house and drop me at the office and then pick me up from the office and then mm. drop me home oh. I, I could be in the office also the, the whole 9am expecting to be there mm I can't do that because what you've described is what I do not want to go back to. Yeah. If I was in a face-to-face meeting, sorry, I, meetings here, I'm like, I, I cannot, I cannot, I, I cannot. The camera has to go off. I won't even say what I do because I'm on the internet. But um, yeah, it's a big no. The, these small things are just very big no's that don't allow me to go back to the office. Mine's um, right. Like, okay, I am where I need to be. There's no rush. I am where I need to be. There's no empathy. And then part two of the commute is coming home because I can't just stay there now, can I? Mm. It's not my house. Mm. Like after work today, I was just here. I had a nap. I just fell asleep. And that could just be because I'm anemic, et cetera, et cetera. But Mm. I don't really want to do it. In fact, I used to do that on the the way home from work. I used to like find my space on the Thames Link and uh, have a nap. I just felt like, hey, whenever I have a nap in my... My chair in my, in my room. What I have a how about have an app in Thames Link? I'd rather have an app here, kind of thing. <laughs> I have the choice of going to my bed. I have the choice of if I want to sleep on my floor, sleep on my floor. Sleeping on a Thames Link is not it. The fact that my body says it's time to sleep means that I'm tired. Means that maybe I shouldn't be outside. Do you know what I mean? It just made me think like, wow, the commute is is literally the blocker from me getting back into the office. Because it'd be nice, to, like. Yes. Go and meet people, just say hi. Like, oh my gosh, hi, yeah, I work in this department. What do you work at? Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm not ready to do that. I'm ready to commit to the, the commute for the, for the reason of being tired. And then you get home, and then like you have to do something. Yep. You have to do this, you have to do oh, man. Right. I don't know, man. I don't and know. Like, we'll even, see. even with my role, it's hybrid, so it's not even like I'm in there every day, thankfully. But even this Thank hybrid you. now, I'm, I'm starting to feel it like. I think specifically this week because there's quite a few um, things to get done. Um, mm. but usually it is quite spaced out, but this week I'm feeling that especially. Um, but I'm doing, you know, yeah. like getting through it. But yeah, I'm just like hybrid or remote, but never full time in the office ever. Like I don't mm. win ever doing that. No, there's, now that I've tasted the hybrid, I've even I've known the remote working completely right. And that one, it was like, I wasn't moving my body, so I just gained weight and I was getting cranky and just, I was at, at my best. And then now I've got the hybrid where it's like just a couple of days a week committing to moving my body, taking steps, walking from here to there. And it has made a difference to like my physical well-being overall. So for all the all the work stuff in and of itself and the commuting headache, um, I know my, my body is better for moving and getting those steps in. Um, at least every couple, oh, yeah. every couple of days in a week, if, if nothing else, and it, and it just makes much. a difference. Even if you know the weather's been moving mad, like it has been with the wind, 
Um, but when the worst of it is over, um, yeah, it, it, it makes a difference. And I'm, I'm grateful for it in that aspect. Yeah. Kind of that you can see the, the pros of, of actually going to the office because this watch be shaming me every single day. Listen. You need to stand up now. Listen. You haven't done your thing. Yeah. You I know, darling. I know. Okay. We're working yeah, on it. Power. It's like, um, you think it's for fun? Like, I'm working, thanks. Thank you very much. Exactly. I'm kind of busy. But then you have to really look after our um, health. Like, I'm really trying to look after my health and, mm. you know, prioritize the things that we need to prioritize, you know. Yeah. Money's great, but like, I only have one body. I only have one life. This is the man from Allah. Do you know yeah. Health is wealth. All these things, right? So, yes, you know, sometimes when the watch says stand up, I'm like, okay, you know what? I will. You know what? Okay. That's a shout, but I'll stand up. I'm trying to think, how can I maybe like walk around the block? My parents, I think my parents do this. Maybe I'm asleep when they're doing it. But my mum was talking about how she goes for a walk. So then she's still doing it. And my dad, too, like, they like to walk mm. around. Um, I might have to like join them or something um, because this, the, literally the watch has put me to shame. And then we're in a group like you can you compare, you can join an Apple Watch group kind of okay. and share your movements and stuff. No. Yeah, I knew this, but I didn't do it because obviously I know where I'm at in life. But my friend was like, "Yeah," and she added all of like all my uni friends into all of us that have a watch into this group. Yeah. And every day, sounds at the bottom. Sounds at the bottom, <laughs> and then. Like my friend was asking Sada, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm living my life. Okay, darling. And I stopped asking because she knows that I'm just not, yeah. But one day I'm gonna come back and be like, boom. All my all my all my all my rings are closed now. Now what? Um but yeah, I love I like the, the concept of moving my body in the commute. I just oh, yeah. don't like the concept of commuting of to work and from yeah. work. So you see, I have to figure this one out. Because I did see a really um, cool thing this woman did on Instagram. Um, I'll say it quickly and then we can move to the case study or whatever for the day and then wrap up. Um, yeah, she has this standing table and then underneath the standing table she has, um, so it's the adaptable standing tables, they go up and down. And then underneath she has a walking pad. So while she's standing, while she's got the table in standing mode, yeah. she does her 10,000 steps. Oh, nice. That is oh, lovely. Yeah. So Ooh. it's not even, she has a regular table actually, and then she has like an adapter on the table that pushes, that raises it. Because oh, yeah. the actual tables are a bit expensive. So I think it's cheaper just to get the little um, table adapter. So she pushes it up, Isn't lifts it? up her iMac, and then she then starts using the walking pad underneath. That's I think really I saw this too, but it requires, do you know what that requires? It requires space. The um, walking pads are actually like, because I was going to get one, um, they fold. Some of them fold. Is it? Yeah, so they fold and then they're really, they're made to be, because they're for indoors, so it's not for running. Um, mm. It folds and then you lift it up so then it it goes up against the wall. So it don't actually take up that much space. Nice. Mm. Um, oh, but the folding it. one is a bit more expensive. But it's, all, it's I, still like under 300, so... Okay, I, yeah standing desks I feel like I wanted to get one um but it's just I think it's not even the well it is the money but also the space spe- like I the space I feel like I need something that actually fits in this bedroom space mm, right. um, and yeah I'm, I'm thinking about it though because I do stand up but my, my second monitor is high enough for me to if when I stand up it's like eye level which is quite good mm-hmm. and so I sometimes I do work standing up um 
yeah, I'm thinking about it. How are we going to make this long term sustainable? Because yeah, man, the body, the body's important. Also, I'm hoping if I if I ever got a new job, I'll just cheeky cheeky talk about you know, really want to look after employees. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need this. I'm gonna need that. Because sometimes it's not just that you find the table. It's like the table in the space doesn't make sense. But then when you find a table that makes sense in the space, it's like money that I don't want to spend out my own pocket. So we'll see what we can do. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. Anyway, dilemma, dilemma, yeah. scenario. Yes, please. So we can wrap up. Um. So I just realised something. Oh, okay, cool. Right. So tolls of the lack of wealth. <clears throat> No one talks about the financial aspect of depression. There is no help on that side, even though it is well known that money causes stress and stress causes depression. My husband tried to unalive himself over a week ago. Trigger warning. Um, He has been in the ICU ever since. The lack of oxygen to his brain has caused memory loss. We are looking at weeks or months or years of recovery. He is not going to be able to work. I cannot work. Our income will be reduced by almost half, even with disability leave. But our bills are the same. Our rent is the same. I'm still expecting our first child in March. I spoke with a hospital social worker and there are no programs to help people like us financially, only mentally, which is great, which is going to deteriorate because of the financial strain. How is it that we talk about so we talk so much about mental health and how important it is, but never talk about this side of it? I never thought of it, and yet here I am suffering through the worst moments of my life, trying to find help and learning there is none to be had. Well, this so I saw Ooh. the title Tolls of the Lack of Wealth, and I thought yeah. it was something else. I did not read this. That's a very heavy topic for Mintook Pod. Um and I, and I will yeah. just clarify as well, wealth implies you know wealth not struggling for a basic income because to be fair the title's misleading in that regard mm, yeah i thought she was going to talk about like how she has one car and she wants another car like not <laughs> this um even from I the just... first line no one talks about the financial aspect of depression i thought it was lack of wealth that was causing the depression not yeah. depression yeah. costs a lot yeah no that wasn't clear wait, wait, wait. at all so I thought it was sorry. Maybe I didn't listen to it, but I thought it was that. Obviously, she's going. For, she, she's going for a difficult time, and that yeah. she's gonna she's gonna get all the like the wellness classes and stuff like that. But the fact that she's struggling financially means that the wellness classes are only gonna go so far because what she needs is money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like okay, that's the, the point of the message. By the end of it, but I'm saying like. By the beginning of it, at the, at the beginning of it, I thought it was going to go in a different direction. So, yeah, it, did. it went this way, then it went this way, then it Yeah, went, I yeah. thought we were going to talk about how not having money makes you depressed, not yeah. Yeah. how depression makes you not have money. Yeah, because... I think it's this, both, though, Also, with you know? what this lady wrote, it was more to rant. She wasn't looking for a solution because from what she's saying, she understands mm. there's not really anything that can be done short yeah. of her going to a charity or like a debt advisor char- charity that would like consolidate the debts but that would, there's not any kind of like further help and well, honestly my only response is like to make sure and literally I was, I was curious <laughs> if she has any family support at all and mm. it doesn't sound like she doesn't know honestly because of course if you have family support 
that alleviates a lot, even with your financial difficulties and stresses. We say that. Um, I feel like we come from backgrounds um, that I'm, I'm not going to comment. I don't know where she's from, but I yeah. feel like it's a it's a massive privilege and a blessing to be able to be yeah. like, if I was ever down bad, I'm going back to my mom and my dad. Yeah. I'm going to my yeah. sisters. I'd be like, like, it's an expectation, like kind of yeah. thing. Whereas yeah. I feel like outside of this community that I know, it's not yeah. always there. It's like yeah. you find, yeah, you find people like they have families, no. but they don't have that support sometimes yeah so you said Teresa no yeah I just agree here I think having support does not negate the financial burden this is gonna this is gonna be a financial burden even if you had your mom and dad this is gonna be a financial burden on them too because suddenly the things that you didn't have to do you suddenly have to do like she said Mm -hmm. her rent doesn't change so if she moves in with her parents all Mm -hmm. that means is the cost of that house is going to shoot up. That money still has to come from somewhere because it's not like groceries not going to increase, right? Mm-hmm. Electricity bill might increase from the, the increase in usage, right? Yeah. And she has a baby coming along. So money was... Def- is it foraging but- when you're just hemorrhaging? Mm-hmm. They're hemorrhaging money mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. And there's no... There's no... And but she's the- not even spoken about the the hospital fees. Yeah. Yeah, because Americans are... But my, my thing was that, okay, maybe if you are going to move back to your parents or move in with siblings, is that that is lessened? I, I didn't get... Obviously, we don't know, but I didn't get that from the from what you read in that she, di- she didn't say that. She didn't um, say that... She didn't give the impression that there was much help there. So it gave yeah. the impression that she was alone. Yeah. It was just her and her husband in this. That's why I was yeah. like, okay... I I personally think I don't to say that if I was to move back to my parents or move to my my siblings mm. that everything would be fine and dandy, but yeah. it would alleviate some of that experience. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, we don't we don't know, but like Halima said, I feel like the first thing was like you just got like I just feel like making dua for the the people. Yeah, and that Allah helps them because mm. um, I think it wasn't. It's not. I don't think it's one or the other. I feel like there was mm. a thing of they were di- they were in a difficult place and the husband was depressed. If I think. So, so there was something going on, and then I feel like they're now deeper into it. So it was a thing of not having. Hold on, because we we're also saying that it's not having money makes you depressed or contributes to depression. But there was depression there, and now it's just it's just a downward spiral. That's what it looks like. Basically, it's such a yeah. And I don't know, yeah. like for me, this woman's story aside, um, I'm not going to comment on her story, but I read this and I had resentment to the husband, which. I'm being careful to, as I explain this, but I just felt like, and so the husband's obviously ill. Depression is an illness. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not resentful for the depression. I'm just resentful for the situation that they are in. And that's that's the place the resentment is coming from, not necessarily him, um, not him or whatever. But I just felt like you have a child come in, you have... She's had first this is child a bad as well. time. Like this is right, it's just, and it's just yeah, so. I don't not know. Not a good time through. Hmm? Not a, sorry. Not that there's a good time for your husband to be in the hospital. No, there's no good time like, for it. But it's just like there's just so much on that woman's plate. Yeah, that I don't yeah. even know how she has the brain space to survive this because mm. I, and it's it's, again, I'm not trying to put the fault on him. Because there, there's no fault. No, there's not even a yeah. bar. I'm not trying to put the fault on him. I just feel like, wow. Like, how... Cra- and she's right. Like, 
you can give her all the support. Her whole family can ride out for her. That's not going to help this situation. This no. is a very bad situation. And so it's very much, like you said, she's just ranting, she's giving an outlet, but it's just really made me think, like, it's not even support that this lady needs. And the thing I thought as well is it's like, it's the kind of situation that only Allah can pull you out of. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, even if you gave her all the money, even if you alleviated, you gave her all the money, you gave her all the support, like, it's an, um, like, what is to stop, you know, anything from pushing her to the edge? Like, she, yeah. even if she had the money to look after herself, even if she had the money, she is in this situation now where she's yeah. in two completely unfamiliar territories to, to wade through. Dealing with her husband, dealing with her newborn kid. And we already know what the newborn kid does. That that's just going to be... The PTSD from oh, yes. that is mad. Um, is it PTSD? Yeah. The um, postpartum. Postpartum from that is mad. And she's going to have PTSD from this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it's just Thank a you. very harsh reality for her. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, all I, that, that's why I was like, I'm having mm-hmm. resentment. Because it's just such a crappy situation to be put in. Mm-hmm. Financial aside, like mm-hmm. even if someone was going to pay all her bills. And even if she had the best support mm-hmm. system in the world. It's just like, how do you heal? <laughs> yeah. I'm not laughing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, and of course. Uh yeah. I spoke with some people through social work on the program to help us financially. Um how is it that we talk so much about mental health and how important it is, but never talk about this side of it? I never thought of it and yet here I am suffering through the worst words of my life. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it's reminding me of to like segue from this topic? At... It's reminding me of yeah. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Like oh really like no as in like partners with mental health issues Uh, not necessarily i don't really talk about that topic that topic's way too heavy for me so i'm just going to talk into a lighter topic in the same realm um yeah like kanye is really putting her through madness and yeah but kanye is i feel like it's i think we're only seeing it now because the kardashians are allowing it to be public the kardashians are very they they control media right and um He's always had his, like, he's always been Kanye. I feel like there's a thing of he's Kanye and then he's a personality in himself. And I feel like mm-hmm. anything mental health might not make it any better. It probably mm-hmm. doesn't make it any better. So even if he's not going through, like, an episode, he's still the Kanye that might be difficult to just live with, right? Um, I mean, not that I know, not that I follow these people. But from what, it's all over my, why is my FYP in, on TikTok filled with the cut? Anyway, point is, um... I think this has been something that's going on for a long time. It's just that they're now allowing it to come out because I think they've just given up. Like Kim's just been like, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't like, I've got to let it go. This is the end. Because they did say that um, people of the Kardashians, they didn't do it for one season. And I feel like it's coming out now that the, one, the reason they didn't do it is because Kanye was making it difficult to film. Kind oh. of thing. So yeah, like he was ma- like he, there was something to do with him, but they didn't say it then. It's they're only saying it like now. So it looks like, yeah, all of this is just coming out because their lives come out because there's this thing of I can't like you know you just have to put the bags down and be like I'm out. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. yeah. The thing you made about him being like that from the jump is really important because for me the first thing I thought about when I saw this whole thing was wow because that kind of thing can't be hidden. So you really yeah. got into this relationship with this man and ten minutes later. <laughs> 
he showed you all of this and you stayed yeah. like, I just thought wow this was love because me no this is not this isn't something that just happened like you said today it's been years yeah, of this and you've been really living nice. with this and it's just so much to have that on such a public platform where he can just tweet to millions of people and just be putting mm. you on blast and it's like please sir yeah. right it's just again it's it's a very i don't comment on them and i don't comment on it because i just feel like it's such a i think first of all it does remove the stigma from mental health mm-hmm. because you think yeah i feel like everyone's having conversations around it everyone's treating it like i feel like we're being desensitized to it so we're not treating it as so long as he doesn't he's not violent I think mm. people are kind of allowing him because it's Kanye, everyone's kind of allowing, maybe as well as because of his fame, that it's like it's part of his zone of so. genius. Like you have to, it's like you have yeah. to accept this for him to be genius kind of thing. Mm. So I think no, there's a lot. Of- I don't accept that. I think that, and I, I know I can agree that there's a lot of like lightheartedness around it, but I feel like the gravity of the situation is still there. Like if they weren't famous, we'd be concerned. We'd be not. Like, mm-hmm. one, he's Kanye with, with his personality and his like um, mental health. Uh, concern but I think he's also har- he's actually harassing this lady like why is that to people why is that not alarming like this is no. the kind of stuff that you get restraining orders from so I don't disagree with what you said I'm just saying that it shouldn't be a thing of it's light like the me- that the memes that are going around some, some part of me just like but do you realise that this is a very no the memes I get what you mean when I say situation like- when I say like removing the stigma, it's just more so about the fact that we're all discussing this thing and it's not from a point of shame. It's not from a point of yeah. he needs to be hidden away and locked mm, away. True, it's true. just an acknowledgement of you can be two things. You can be a genius and you can have mental health issues. You can be famous and you can have mental true, health true, issues. True. So I feel like it's not icky. It's not sick. He's not crazy. Like, yes, some people have used the term crazy here and there, but I feel like the general discussion around it has not been lock Kanye up. Yeah, that's true. And it could just be because it's Kanye, right? That people are willing to entertain he's a human part of the discussion and not he's... Do you know what I mean? I just feel like it also is a a sign of how far we've gone as a society. We're not looking at him as... Ew, like, why is he even tweeting? Like, why is he... like? Take his phone away. Like, if you think about Britney, for example, it was lock her up. It was take her phone away. It was, you need to... She's crazy. Yeah, she should not be given any freedom. Like, and maybe again, it's because he's a man, right? Because... And he's Kanye West. They were quick to lock Britney up. Yeah. They were quick to think it was okay to remove all forms of communication and... And all her human rights, basically. Not all her human rights, but like a lot of her freedoms as a human. Right, and the general Um, public allowed it because... If we didn't, there would have been more resistance, but they got away with that. And it's now, it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But with Kanye, no one's locking him away. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe it's because he's a man. Because I was going to say because Kanye is big, but Britney is Britney. Right, um, she was big at that time too. Like, it was just, I think it was Britney. at that time, being quote unquote crazy was enough of an excuse for people to mistreat you. And, and to hush hush you and to just let you... Over there, you're an over there problem. Like, like, yeah, like whatever people, however people handled you was fine because you're crazy. Like, oh, whatever. But now it's just like we are watching someone break down. Um, well, not even break down. Just yeah, I think he's breaking down. I've not confirmed it because I don't have sources. But do we we call this a breakdown, right? 
Yeah. I a meltdown? What do you call what so. he's currently doing? Meltdown, lashing out. Um, any other okay. Lashing out. Yeah, but then is that entirely due to... I'm not an expert on bipolar. Is that entirely due to his bipolar? I think that's... Yeah. I feel like some of it... Because some of the screenshots I've I've seen, I'm just like... My fully cognitive self would not allow me to do this. So I'm going to assume your fully cognitive self would not allow you to do it too. No, because I feel like I've it, seen just... men do this. Like I've seen men do this thing of like, they want to let this lady go. So they just do, they, they lash out and do the, the maddest of things. Like it's a thing of how can she, almost like how can she leave me kind of thing. Mm. Um, like not accepting the fact that she's decided to, because from what I'm seeing anyway, is that she's, you know, they're, they're getting a divorce. He's not accepting it. Um, which is why I'm like, we have to remember this is harassment. Like, yes, it's the stuff harassment. he's doing is not normal. It's not right. Like, and I think there's a thing of and it's Kanye, not romantic it, because it's Kanye. It's not romantic either. Oh, he's sending her roses. No, like, leave the stage. This is restraining order behavior. But like, yeah, I don't know because again, I don't know bipolar enough to comment on it. But I think mm. I've seen this behavior in other men. Like, there's a thing of men just not accepting this is over like um that don't have bipolar from what i know so how much of it is the bipolar how much of it is just him not being a great person um i don't know i don't know, I don't know. um but and yeah. he's also because kanye has the reputation so we'll finish in two seconds kanye has a reputation of being the crazy genius right so i feel like the, what i was saying earlier is that he's being allowed to do these things because okay he's a celebrity and blah 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 but he's always been allowed to do quote unquote crazy things, and is that because of his bipolar, or is that because? Do you know what I mean? I feel like the lines are. Is it the lines are blurred? I I don't know. Seeing this situation that's coming up on my timeline and my FYP is very. I'm interested to see how it's going to end, or if it's going to end. Um, but yeah, um, just to wrap up real quick, so everyone can go. Uh, prayers to mm-hmm. everybody in all sorts of difficult situations. Um, may you be given the strength to overcome. May you. Um, have your peace may you be may your peace be protected may you Mm -hmm. be a stronger quote-unquote version of yourself when you come out to the other side and may Mm -hmm. you find goodness and joy in every aspect of your life like um, that's it and if you're muslim may it grant you genital because that's the very least we can do (laughs) well it's not the least because you know it's up to god and that and what we do but yeah that's it from us from Antuk pod it's been a roller coaster of a conversation um we will see honestly i will see you guys um next week on this consistency train choo choo (laughs) yeah see you later guys bye